Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Thursday, August 15. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky D'Olivero. And I'm Japheth D'Olivero, and let me pray for today. Holy Father, it has been, uh, as you've seen and heard us, it's been a complicated week, and we thank you for the space and the the opportunity to be able to wrestle through this passage as we look forward to moving from captivity to the cross. We ask for your wisdom and for your guidance. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I am reading today Colossians chapter 2, verses 4 through 15 in the New International Version, the NIV. I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. For though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in spirit and delight to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith in Christ is. Subheading, Spiritual Fullness in Christ. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world, rather than on Christ. For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and in Christ you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. In him you were also circumcised with a circumcision not performed by human hands. Your whole self ruled by the flesh was put off when you were circumcised by Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through your faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Okay, so our question for today is this. uh, What weird ideas have you seen creep into faith communities? And how have they made us think that Jesus was not enough? Oh, well, lots of the Adventist kind of rule things that um, that what you eat is more important than what you do. Otherwise, yeah, classic that's one. That's a weird idea. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, we've been at some churches where people have had the belief that women should wear a doily on their head. I don't even know where that came from. That's not typically Adventist. No. But we've the, had churches a, where that has been a, a thing. There's a single passage where it talks about covering your women. What I'm saying is it hasn't been typically... And Adventist. No, it's, it's not been. Uh, I'm trying to think of any Protestant denominational tribe out Where there that actually thing. has that as their MO. But I think for them, uh, well, this um, group. Well, the Amish and some of those, the yeah. Plymouth Brethren, yeah. people, they wear bonnets. They yeah. wear like a head covering. Um, but yeah, usually the head covering thing I've isn't. I've always wondered what you do if you have no hair. Thing. Maybe you just cover it with sackcloth. And so, maybe you don't have to cover it then. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other weird ideas. I mean, I've heard people say things like. You should never read fiction. Yeah. You should never read anything that yeah. isn't the Bible or Ellen White. Yeah. Those yeah. are weird ideas, I think. Yeah. Um, and how do they creep in? Like, how do they become like an idea that people actually banter around and share more than once? Because, you know, I hear weird ideas all the time. I, I, I mean, 
I watch the news, I read papers and I read books and, and I'm listening to podcasts. And I'm like, that's a weird idea. Here's a, one I was just listening to the other day. Um, I listened to The Revisionist History uh, with Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> and so every episode that he does, he tries to address something that's kind of extremely weird or, or extremely like, oh, you didn't think this took place in history, but let me tell you what was really taking place inside here. And I was listening to this one episode where he was explaining how Every time Elvis Presley sang the song, Are You Lonesome Tonight, he would, there's a, a little uh, riff in the middle where he had to say the words mm-hmm. instead of sing it, and he would break down and say them wrong every time. Mm. And he could never say them correctly because they were speaking too much into his life. This is what uh, wow. the, the Revisionist podcast was you know, kind of leaning towards. And, and I thought, that's a really interesting idea. Is that, is that a weird idea? Is that going to get banded around now as like a fact? Is that going to be like completely where everybody's like, oh, that's so true? Or do we, do we, how do we allow these things to become? Well, even things like um, our practices of how we do worship are weird ideas in many ways. You know, pews, kneeling, bowing your head, um, using the organ as opposed to other instruments. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of these conventions... Those are weird. Um, the belief, I think, that God specifically uses, um, quote, imperfect people. I mean, by definition, all people are imperfect. <laughs> so anybody that he uses would have to be imperfect. Uh-huh. But we've taken that to mean that because God used somebody like King David, uh-huh. who was imperfect, yes, but he was somebody who every minute of his life seemed to be kind of calling out for mm-hmm. God. So he was a faithful person, if an imperfect one. We take that somehow to also apply to other leaders who show no inclination toward crying out to God for anything, mm-hmm. but but they are quite imperfect. And we say that that's somehow the same. I think that's weird. Yes. I think that's super weird. Yes. I, I, I think, it's, I think unfortunately, unfortunately, I mean, I think that there are some elements inside that could be used well, but I think you're right. It just, it kind of... It's just like, okay, I mean, place. well, it takes you logically, if you follow that to its logical conclusion... Uh-huh. Then it means that any leader, Stalin, Hitler, any of these, maybe God was using them because, you know, they were clearly imperfect, but they were in the place that they were at. So they must have been there because God put them there. I'm like, that's a pretty dark way to look at the world, that anything that happens, God has put this person, anybody, you know, it's like, whoa, I don't know. I, I think it's a weird way to look at things. So I also think people who say this wouldn't have believed this a few years ago, you know. They wouldn't have believed that any leader in position at that point was put there by God. I think th- that would be. It kind of depends on. Well, I, I think I think what it really depends on again, which uh, I know I think I know what you're talking about here, is that mm. again people are using the Bible to to say an argument, um, which they actually really want to just say straight. Well, in, that's in a straight what I'm like. Manner. Just make your and, argument. But, but something here, else. But here's know. the thing. Paul does talk about this in Romans, uh, but but what he also says in Romans, which is very, which is really important, is that leaders have a responsibility, and we have a responsibility to also to respond to leaders. Hence, things change all the time. It's not that it's not that every single person just because they are in a line of authority. If you have a pastor in a church, if you have a teacher at a school, if you have uh, a mom or a father in your home, just because they're there doesn't mean that they are that going to good. be perfect. Well, right. or that you should even, and, and that, and I mean, is, I think that attitude has allowed a lot of abuse it to a, take place in faith communities, well, this idea that somebody is kind of ordained of God and therefore you can't cross that's them. That's because they've used only one side of the text. They don't finish reading the whole chapter. Mm-hmm. And if they just read the whole chapter, read what Paul's saying, because Paul's saying, look, 
God doesn't put people who are there to hurt you. Uh, God is not like, oh, well, just tough luck. You know, that's <laughs> that's just the way it is in any situation. Oh, okay. Weird and, idea. Here's the weirdest so one of all. Sorry. I think, yeah, sure. Right, go ahead. <laughs> I, I have to because I know you're going to cut off the whole podcast in a minute. The idea that women are somehow inferior or incapable of but doing Becky, anything. you know that's That's a weird true. idea. <laughs> Well, it may be true of me. <laughs> no, I don't doubt no. that, but I'm not going to say that all of my kind are no. untalented. I think that that's a that's a classic one. I mean, we we've done that about women. We've done it about uh, we've done it about races. We've done it about you know countries. We've done it about continents. I mean, we've just we we've always we have a, an ability to always say we are the ones and we're not. I, I had this uh, this this person was explaining um, colonialism to me. And he said, you know, it's, it was just amazing to imagine that the English just arrived in India, took a flag, put it on the ground and said, we're in charge. And nobody disputed it. It was just kind of like, well, I guess, I guess it's true. You know, it's like, it's, it's just, they've taken over. It's just, let's move on, shall we? And I think that there is a, a kind of attitude that takes place in companies, in, in schools, in churches that just happens so easily where somebody just asserts himself and it's just, it's done. And there is something to be said that God says, look, there's got to be something deeper inside here. And we've got to be more cautious about this. So, um, Oh, and the how have they made us think that Jesus was not enough? I think we've seen that constantly with the One Project and all the questions about, well, what else are you going to talk about? Because there well, always has to be yeah. something else, Yeah. right? Yeah. Because it's, it's like people think that the Jesus thing is too simple or... It, yeah, it is. I think I think that I was exp- I was explaining this this week to a colleague of mine uh, and saying to them that whenever you tell a story, you you either need to have tension or you need to have release. Um, and most of us don't do stories in those places. We do stories in the middle, where it's just kind of like it's okay. It's blah. It's not that was just like. Great, it's it's fine. But the, the real stories that actually change lives, attend, oh, stories, oh, something has to be at stake. Something has something to be at stake. Something major. And yeah. and and I think that what we do with Jesus is that we spend we spend time telling stories of Jesus that are in the middle that don't require a, a point of tension or transformation mm. or a point of release. Where it's like oh, that's that's what I needed to hear. Yeah, that's a good point. Nothing's and, at stake. And so it's just nice. So it's just like it's kind of like kumbaya. Uh, sweet and, and not even sweet is sweet's not the right word. I'm, it's just not. It's mediocre, and that's not who Jesus is. Love. Although I'm not sure how you even do that. It's actually really powerful. It is, but. So, we will come back to this tomorrow because yeah. you're right. I have run out of time. We have run out of time. So I'm just going to repeat the question. Yeah, one so more time. sorry, I did cut you off, but no, I knew that okay. I would not be able to say the. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've run out of time. What what weird ideas have you seen creep into faith communities and how and sorry, how have they made us think that Jesus was not enough? Think about that, look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk Podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.